Well, good morning. Oh, Father's Day. That's a good day. I love Father's Day. I don't know. Maybe I'm a little bit prejudiced. I don't know. But I love Father's Day. Well, one of the things that I wanted to think of, we, in the Bible, it mentions Father, the Father, 165 times. I think it uh, shows it's very important to remember the Father and what the Father has done for each and every one of us. I mean, you know, face it, uh, when we look back, uh, He has surrounded us. I want to talk a little bit about my father on Father's Day. I was, uh, I'm his namesake. He named me after him, and and uh, I was always very proud of that. We turn around and... He was a good man, and he took care of me well. He loved his family, and he would strive to do the things that he knew was right. He was a church-going man. He taught us that way. My mom was a, a Sunday school teacher for 11 years, and she was going to make sure that I knew what was going on, and she did that very well. But Dad was always there. He wore a suit, and he wore his hat. Because every time I see Richard come in and he's got his hat on, you know, and he's coming up the steps, just reminds me of Dad, you know, because he always had his hat on, you know. That was, that was a, a pride thing. I was really blessed with a good father. Twice. I want to talk about a, a situation that happened to me. With, I'm a firm believer in gifts given from God. And I were had two gifts gave me one day I was supposed to be my brother's best man at a wedding and I went down and, and uh, asked a young lady to go with me to ride with me uh, be my date there at the wedding and on the way home I fell asleep I thought if I rolled my back window down, it was a little station wagon, and rolled my back window down, it would help me stay awake. The air would go through. And it done just the opposite. If you know anything about a station wagon, that exhaust comes right up through that back window and right up front, just like a thing. And Well, anyway, it put me asleep. I was going down uh, Wilder, went off the road, way off the road, down and then hit a pole electric pole for the, the uh, steel mill there. I hit so hard that when the motor went back, it busted the, the springs on the drive, I'm um, in the rear end, and shot them 150 foot back. I cut my head 160 some stitch, 140 some stitches in the head and 18 arm. I cut my head on the air filter of the motor was sitting right here and I was turned this way. And there's no reason that I should have lived out of a wreck like that. It was just destroyed. But some reason, God saved me that night. I went to the hospital and, you know, it was just touch and go because the the skull was, was literally... Scratched. I had a lot of uh, thing. They turned around and cleaned it up the best they could and sewed me up. 
And it, they're just sitting there, you know, is he going to make it or not? Well, I did. But another thing happened that same day. That next morning, Charity got up for some reason real early because she couldn't sleep. I hadn't saw her for over a year. She lived up in Bethel and, and uh, I owned, uh, ran a uh, body shop down on Eastern Avenue. So she got home, she got out early and she said, well, I'll just stop in and see Jay, see how he's doing. Well, she came down there and the men told her I had a, a bad accident that morning or that, that night. And uh, when I woke up, her face was the first face I saw. So I really, I say that God gave me two gifts that day. He surely did. Me and her went different ways at that time. And, uh, but it was just like it was meant to be. Uh, it, it was what I needed. God gave me that gift. And, and twice, you know, I was really lucky. But let's talk about another father. A father what's done everything. Dad told me, I, I said, I'd like to be just like you. And Dad said, no. He said, Jay, I've got some faults. I've done some things that I shouldn't have done. I've done things. I'm not perfect. He said, if you want to find somebody to walk behind, he said, you find somebody better than me if you want to fill his shoes. And that made me love him even more because I respected him so much going in. So... I'm going to have Ryan read James chapter 1, verse 13 and 14. James 1, 13 and 14. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, and he himself does not tempt anyone, but each one is tempted when he is carried away and enticed by his own lust. A lot of times things happen in this world, we don't know why, we don't understand why. Sometimes we get mad, we think. We always have to remember, I had to go through a car accident. I went through a car accident. God didn't cause that car accident. That was an accident. God was with me afterwards. He took care of me and he was with me. Some people would say, well, why did he, you know, he could have stopped the wreck. He wouldn't have had to do that. We live of the world. The world we're surrounded by is where the evil's at. Not him. God only tempts us with the things that it's not evil. God is with us when we have these things that comes in front of us. When something like that happens... We need to go to God and say, Lord, help me. Lord will always listen to our prayers. You know, Dad was always busy because he was running a body shop. So he would get it out at 6 o'clock, 6.30 in the morning, and then get home at 8, 8.30 at night. I always had a little treat. He'd always come in and bring me a little piece of candy and set it by my bed thing for when I woke up I had that little piece of candy there by the thing and it just see it was just like clockwork every day. Of course you can tell that I enjoyed my candy. 
But that's how dead was. Well, Jesus does the same thing. He is with us all the time. He's putting that piece of candy in front of us. He's taking care of us. He's giving us the things we need. Not necessarily what, because he didn't say that. He would give us the things we need. I needed help that night to survive. And he blesses, blessed me in that way. And he blesses each and every one of us in that way. Sometimes we don't think about it. Sometimes we always say, oh, that's just, just uh, well, the way it happens. Or uh, that's just luck. I think through Scripture, we turn around and have... And I've got... <laughs> that's terrible. I can't see it. There. Well, I'm sorry. I, I'm very bad at notes, and you all know that from knowing me. But... Uh, John 14, 16 through 18. I'm kind of dropping these on Ryan as I go. I didn't have an order. If I'd had an order, I'd have found them there. Go ahead, Ryan. John 14, 16 through 18. I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may be with you forever. That is, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it does not see him or know him. But you know him because he abides with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. You know, when we fulfill the things that Jesus Christ has asked us to do through baptism and different things, we know that we're given the, the, the gift of the Holy Spirit. Well, that gift comes from Jesus going to his Father and telling that we're going to need a helpmate. We're going to need somebody to help us through. And that spirit in our lives can help do that, bring us peace in a time that we don't understand, that comfort that we need all the time. That's what our Father does for us. Jesus asked our Father for that helpmate, and he gave us that helpmate. Everything that we do in this world, the good things come from Jesus Christ, comes from God. These gifts that we get is coming from God. The Father has gave us a lot. He's told us how to act. He's told us what to do, how to be there. It's in Matthew 7, 7 through 12. Matthew 7, 7 through 12. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Or what man is there among you who, when his son asks for a loaf, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, he will not give him a snake, will he? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, 
excuse me, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give what is good to those who ask him? In everything, therefore, treat people the same way you want them to treat you, for this is the law and the prophets. There's a very important word right there at the, at the very end. I mean, my wife has been talking about little words in, in uh, the scripture where everything is changed by leaving these little words out. But God said it is the law. It's our responsibility to be that person. We need to, if we want to walk in somebody's shoes, we need to try to walk in Jesus' shoes. Be the person that he was. Are we going to be able to do it? Probably not. I would say almost definitely not. But we still strive to do these things because uh, it's pleasing God. Uh, the idea of things that he's put in front of us, the laws, it's just to make us better people. You know, to help one another is very important. To do these things in our lives to, if others need help, to be there to help them. But there's something even more important, I think, that we might overlook. I know I was turn around and I was striving to do everything I could. I wanted to be a friend. I wanted to be able to help people. I wanted to go do things and help and because and, and, God has asked me to do these things. He's had me try to be that person that I wanted to be and what he wanted me to be. So I was doing these things. I, well, I know this is what God wanted me to do. And, no, and, and, and God wanted me to do this too. And God wants me to do it. Even if I'm tired or, or I just don't want to, you know, really don't feel like doing it, you know, I need to go and do that. And that was my line of thinking. I think, which I really enjoy, 1 Corinthians 13. 13. Oh, okay. So we'll start at the end of this screen, the last passage, 1313. But now faith, hope, love, abide these three, but the greatest of these is love. If I don't do these things, what he's asked me to do, with a glad heart, with love in our heart, just like when we, we give it at the table, if we don't do it with love, if we turn around and fill that bowl up with cash, if we sell our house and fill that bowl up with cash, but we don't do it in love, it means nothing. These things I was doing, I was trying to go down the list and check off all these things. But a lot of times I just didn't have the love that went along with it. I had to learn this message very well. And to do that each time, you know, it, it means nothing without love. But what does it do with love? Okay? One, you feel good about yourself, right? You feel good about yourself. But you're pleasing God. You're doing what God really wants you to do. He wants you to do everything in love. 
treat people with love. Do things in love. Put money in the plate, love. I look over here and, and Nick has, has got a son with him. That's beautiful. You know, his son is, is with him. His son loves him enough to show up today and be beside him and go with him surprising that way. That's great. Now, he done that out of love. He didn't do that out of, well, I guess I got to go down there and pick him up. He loves his father. And a, a very beautiful thing. And each time we go and do things for people, we do it out of love. We need to be passionate about what kind of person we are. Because when people see us doing things with love, we are showing them what the Lord has made us do. This man must be with God because nobody else would do such a thing. You know, you're, you're go out and do this and go out and do that, you know. Something's got to be going on. I, I need to go find out what's going on there because, you know, I just can't understand it. We represent our, our Lord by doing the things that he's asked us to do and doing them with love for people who can see that we are set apart. We are a little bit different. How can somebody do all this in love or do this in love when it's such a hard job or it's such a, you know, put yourself out or whatever. It's, it's very important. In James 1, verse 17, James 1, 17. Every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shifting shadow. Our gifts come from God, and they're, they're perfect things, gifts, would come from God. We see them every day, and we sometimes just overlook them. You know, we look out the sunshine today, beautiful day, Father's Day. You couldn't love Father's Day. Well, some people can. And that's a shame. Me and my wife decided to be foster parents because of that very reason. Every kid needs a good chance. Every kid deserves a good chance. And sometimes that doesn't happen. Well, we felt that we needed to step forward out of love for the child to give him the chance. That doesn't guarantee the child is going to do that. It, it, we had a lot of children went in and out of doors. But we had to try. If one of them succeeded, just one, that's great. Second of all, as we've done it, we was doing what God wants us to do. We was pleasing God, I felt, that we was doing what he wanted us to do. Strive to be that person for others. You know, sometimes you, it would always be nice if it worked, 
but sometimes it don't. And you'll say, well, that didn't work. No, it did work. We're doing these things for that child, and we're trying. We're doing these things because God asks us to do. And he sees us doing these things and striving in our life to be that person that he's asked us to be. That makes him happy. See, we have succeeded in one sense of the word. And we can feel good about that. We can't beat ourselves up, well, this didn't work, or that didn't work. Because it did work. We need to remember these things that we talked about today. We, we need to remember that Everything that we do and strive to do is in love. We need to remember these gifts that we have been given from God. He has not promised us a rose garden. We are going to fight and have trials all through our lives. We're going to be beat down the, and everything else but at the same time all we have to do is raise our head and pray to Father for the guidance and the help he'll be with us you have to remember if you pray he will be there he will be there maybe not necessarily thing like Eric says so we'll move that pencil no, 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 that's not the way he's going to be there. He's going to be in our hearts. We need to open our hearts and say, Lord, come into my heart. Help me overcome the things which pushed in front of me. Help me overcome the anger that I have. Help me come through the sadness I have and depend on him and have the faith to talk about through the love for Jesus Christ that it will work and it will be there. Our Father in heaven is there for us every day. He walks with us. He, he talks to us when we talk to Him. He's with us at all times. We need to always remember that. We remember to pray to him. Be with him. When we have problems, don't try to do it yourself. I remember a time that I got out and done something I really shouldn't have done. And I was afraid to tell Dad what I did. But it got down to the point that I had to tell him. You know what he said to me? He said, what, son, why didn't you come and tell me earlier? Let's see what we can do about it. Our Father in Heaven is the same way. We go to Him with our problems. He can help. He will be with us.
Let's have the love and the hearts that we need to have. Let's do the things this day with love and to please others. The gifts that we've had in this world is just unreal. You know, I turn around and Stephen's sitting back there and busting that head in two right now. That is a beautiful thing. Stephen hasn't been here for a while. I ain't gonna say how long. <laughs> but he's there now. He has found his way back home because he knows that he needs to be here because that is when he's where he's just surrounded by love and he can get the strength that he needs to overcome the things which put in front of him. He's from his family, for they can learn about Jesus Christ and learn about the Lord and understand what it's about. That way, when they get out and they mess up, they've got somebody to go to. They will learn through his obedience to God right now about the things that he needs, what they need to do as they get older. I turn around and my mother kept me in. So I turned 18, and then I knew it all, and I fell away. But I had that seed in my heart, and I knew what was going on, and I knew that God loved me, and I never lost that love for God. But I wasn't here like I should have been. These young will have that same gift that I had. They'll know God, and when the time is right, He'll come to him and understand what he means. And they've got that chance. But if he'd never grown them, that's a chance that they may have never got. I want to thank you, each and every one of you, today for listening to me. I need my family, and I've got two of them. And you all have gave me the strength to strive to do the things that I know that I need to do by surrounding me here at church and also at home. I'm looking at my wife, my two boys, her sister, and, and Jerry, her husband. They've always supported me completely, and they, you know, and they've done it out of love, and that's beautiful. So when we do things, do it with love. Make it mean something. Don't make it empty. Jesus Christ prayed, prayed to his Father to give them a helpmate. If you come to Jesus Christ and decide to be baptized, that you repent knowing that Jesus Christ was the Son of God and you repent and you're surrounded and covered by water and raised up in newness of life. Jesus will be praying and you'll have the gift of the Holy Spirit will carry you through 
He will always be with you. And all you got to do is ask. Sometimes it's not even that. He's just there. But don't forget, just like my father wanted me to tell him, and I told him, and then he helped me, and made him feel good that I came to him. I have a feeling that Jesus and God is the same way. When we come to him and say, God, I need help, and he and we realize that he is what we need, and his help, and he'll always be there. Don't you think he gets that same joy? We gotta. I can't think of the name of it, but you know, you turn around and the 99 sheep was doing good and the one was lost. And he left his 99 sheep and went and got the, the one sheep that was missing. And he celebrated because of that one sheep. And the parable son, he turned around and his son went out and just done what he wanted to do. Spend his money on everything. Then realized that he was wrong. He came back to his father and said, Hey, I know I don't deserve this, but just let me have a job. His father welcomed him with open arms, put rings on his fingers, hugged him, holding him, carried him, and said, kill the sheep and, and have a dinner. That was joy. And the son said, well, I've been with you all this time. And you haven't killed the sheep for me. He said, you've been with me all this time, and I've gave you the gifts that I gave you. And you've done not without. He is lost, and now he's found. Let's celebrate. They both, the one lived his whole life with his father. And they've got the presence and the, and the, and the, the, the feeling and the, and the know just like real head. That one came back and realized what he'd done wrong. He came back to God and it pleased God so much. So if there's anybody here that needs some prayers of the church, we'd love you to come up and, and thing. If you want to take the Lord as a Savior, we'll be listening and, and, and studying with you or, or whatever we need to do. As we sing...